Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Mistowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mastowski. I'm so excited to learn the story of our next guest. She is not scared to take risks and chances. What do they always say? What's that saying? High risk, high reward? She seems to fit that bill. So let's dive right in. Please welcome Jackie. She's a mortgage loan officer with Geneva Financial. Welcome, Jackie. Hi, Ashley. I'm so glad you reached out and that you were, you know, listened to the podcast and heard another guest. So, you know, you had mentioned it's kind of out of your comfort zone. And I think from what I've learned in my life is we make the most growth when we're uncomfortable, right? That is the story of my life. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. So I'm like, I always have more respect for those people that kind of push that boundary of the uncomfortableness. Is that a word? We can make that a word, right? Uncomfortableness. The word of 2024. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Lots of changes happening in 2024 for sure. Well, I would love, I know just a little bit about your story, but I would love to hear it from you. So tell us your story. How did you, you can go back as far as you want. How did you land in Vegas? How did you end up in your career? So take it away. Awesome. So my story, uh, we will start from the beginning. So I was six months old when my parents decided to come to the United States. So I'm first generation here. Uh, We landed in Chicago, so lived in Chicago pretty much my whole life. And then on a whim, when I was 25, me and my now husband said, let's move. Uh, Let's leave Chicago. And I said, okay, where do you want to go? And he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, let's go to Miami. He said, Vegas. So I said, okay. (laughs) So you literally like, let's just make a drawing and figure it out without a plan? Just a new start? No plan. No plan at all. We literally, I had a Honda Civic at the time and we filled up the Honda Civic with whatever could fit. And we were thinking, oh, it's Vegas. It's going to be warm. So no winter clothes. Right. Uh, Bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) And we just drove cross country. We had no place to stay in Vegas. We knew (sighs) nobody in Vegas. We had no job. We literally just drove. (laughs) Wow. You know, I am... I don't consider myself a risk taker, but everybody tells me, and obviously when you open your own business, you're for sure a risk risk taker. I don't know if I'd go as far as your level. That is awesome. That that is really impressive. So Vegas uh, essentially drew the short straw, right? So Uh you get to Vegas and clearly it was a good decision because you're still with the boyfriend at the time that Uh you moved out here with. So that's a good sign. So... When you got here, I'm going to assume you worked somewhere in the hospitality casino range. I did. Um, I actually, I had a college degree. I went to DePaul in Chicago, you know, double majored. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come wow. to Vegas and I'm going to find a job. This was back in 1997, I want to say. 
So it's still really small in Vegas. And I, my last job in Chicago, I was a licensed customs broker. So I've done a lot of different types of work. And so we actually cleared shipments through customs, um, which I love doing. Well, once I got to Las Vegas, I'm like, that work doesn't exist here because everything gets cleared in Los Angeles. And I'm like, what am I going to do for a job? So I said, I'm going to start from the beginning and got a job for $8 an hour at the (laughs) Players Club booth at the Monte Carlo on a graveyard shift. Oh, my gosh. So not only making that money, working graveyard on top of it. Oh my gosh! But this, I would see so many strange things. But it was entertaining. <laughs> and That's the graveyard true. That's, it's true. Welcome to Vegas, working graveyard at a casino. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take whatever I can get and work my way up. I did that for a little bit, and then um, there was a casino host, a woman that you know I befriended, and she's like, you know what? Let me see if I can try to you know get you a position in marketing, since that was kind of what your degree was in. And so ended up going into special events, worked my way up to casino marketing, and eventually my last position was a VP of marketing um, with MGM Resorts. I was at the Mirage as the VP of marketing before I decided to transition into a different career. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's a pretty nice gig. So then how do you go from marketing to mortgages and financial world. That's kind of an interesting shift. <laughs> I'm always throwing a wrench into, you know, the situation here. <laughs> You're like, I had no plan. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what the heck? Let's take a risk. I'm learning, I'm learning your, <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely learning your patterns right now. <laughs> yeah. So I've always loved real estate. And the funny story is before we moved out to to Las Vegas, I ended up taking a real estate class in Chicago. And I was like, I'm going to do real estate. Well, I took that class, but never took my test. And it was, you know, 25 years that I'd never done anything with real estate. And uh, when I was in the casino world, I'm like, I've really done everything I've wanted to do on the hospitality world. I'm like, I'm going to go follow that dream and do real estate. And my husband's like, are you crazy? And I said, yes. So I ended up taking a class, um, you know, took my real estate license exam and I was like, I love commercial real estate. So I'm going to try to get a job in there. And my husband's like, wow, like we've got kids. (laughs) We need paycheck. We need to live. And I said, don't worry, we'll figure it out. (laughs) That's the last words, right? I'm sure the husbands love hearing that. Oh, we'll just figure it out. Exactly. Needless to say, he's the the calm one. I'm the one that's, you know, like, okay, let's do this. You and me are very similar. My husband is completely calm and even keel. And I I sometimes wonder, like, what? I I don't know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're the movers and shakers. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But high risk, high reward, right? (laughs) Totally, totally. But you know, on that on that note, though, I have to give credit for whomever the spouses are. Obviously, our podcast is a little bit more geared towards women. But I mean, how did you navigate your relationship? Were th- I mean, obviously, there were there stressful times where they're like, is he just always I support you 100 percent? Do you have like how that's a lot, you know, to 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 make that shift, especially when you have kids 
And I don't know how young they were during this process. So can you maybe touch on your relationship a little bit and how how you guys navigated that when you were making these? Obviously, moving to Vegas is probably a little bit different because you weren't married. You're still young. You know, that's a little bit easier to do. But when you decided to make the shift with family, with a pretty good career, you know, in marketing, can you talk maybe about that a little bit? For sure. I've. I feel like I'm very entrepreneurial. And the funny story is I feel like if my parents could come to the States, not knowing the language, having $100 in their pocket and a six-month-old yeah. baby, and they've done well, I'm like, what's holding me back? I, I was like, what's holding us back? So I'm very accustomed to risk and figuring it out and making it work where my husband, and I got to give him credit. I mean, I admire him being very like even keel and he's happy. And I feel like entrepreneurs are always like, can I do more? What more can I do? Mm -hmm. So he's been very supportive. That doesn't mean that he's not concerned. Um, You know, of course it's normal to be human and be afraid, but I'm like the bull in the China shop maybe because I'm a Taurus and I'm just like, you know what? Let's go. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> if we put in the effort, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so, it, I always tell people, I'm like, it, you have to have that support. And if not, you're just going to, I think you and me would be the type that will figure it out and it'll work out because we're hardworking and we figure it out. But it, you still have to have that back end support. You still have to. You know, I didn't have kids when I opened my own brokerage, but I knew we were going to have kids. So I was like, and I wanted to have them fast. So I'm like, the quicker I get this up and running, the more support I know I'm going to have for my husband and not have to. I sometimes am like, I feel like I have to sell my husband on this idea. (laughs) And I shouldn't have to, but that's my mentality. (laughs) My poor husband, our our husbands, right? (laughs) exactly but look at the reward they get (laughs) see thank you thank you i'm making sure he listens to this episode (laughs) there you go husbands you're welcome (laughs) but in all honesty i mean it is very i know right it is really good you know to have that support and that's it's you have to work through that i owned a business prior to this and there wasn't much money in it and I will tell you, there was definitely some hard times. I was doing what I absolutely loved doing, but it's just, a, it was a labor intensive business. There was a lot of issues, but he stood by me. And, but I will say he doesn't let me forget those years <laughs> where he floated us for at least a few years. So he doesn't let me forget that. But I'm like, at what point are you going to stop bringing that up? Probably never. It just keeps us honest, I guess, and, you know. That's exactly right, you know, and it shows that they aren't just pushovers. They're going to stick their, you know, they're going to put their foot down where they need to and just gentle reminder, hey, remember what I did during those years (laughs) that you were building (laughs) this dream of yours. (laughs) Exactly, and that's a great point because being reciprocal on that end I think is really important in the relationship. Mm -hmm. My husband had a dream, you know, before the crash of 2008 to open up his own wine store. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and we had a great little wine shop. I mean, Aliante, things were going great. Like I was supporting him in that vision. And then uh, the economy fell apart. So we had to close that. But it's kind of like I supported him then um, in his dream. Yeah. And so it's a reciprocal. Awesome. Okay, let's support you in your dream. Yep. That's so awesome. So let's get into you make the shift. You leave a VP of a corporate job. Not many people would want to do that for that comfort. And how did you how did you end up here? Like what what was that journey like? So I did uh, once I got my real estate license, I did commercial real estate for a while and I really enjoyed it, learned a lot. Like I love real estate. I love the finance part of it. And that's when I was like, what I really enjoy is the finance part of real estate mm. because without the financing, real estate dreams don't come true. So I just, exactly. It's like, I mean, I still like to go, this is where you and me have been very similar. And now I'm like, no, I just like to look at the pretty houses and want to buy the pretty houses. Somehow the money will show up. I don't like the money part. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. let me get into this pretty house. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what I found is that a lot of people are afraid of the money part. Mm -hmm. And they've got these beliefs like, oh, I can't afford it. Oh, my finances. And so uh, it was right before COVID, but I didn't know COVID was coming. So I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself, I'm like, you know what? I've had a good run in commercial real estate. I really want to do the financing and mortgages. Mm-hmm. So I signed up to get my mortgage license and then COVID hit and <sighs> the world closed. Yep. And once again, my husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> We have to give him a big shout out. <laughs> yeah, we do. We really do. <laughs> so I um, studied for my real or my mortgage um, license, but with the world being closed, I couldn't take my test. Oh, forgot. I didn't even think about that. People getting into insurance. It was like backed up. I want to say like six months just to, they were still letting you take the test, but it was so backed up because everybody wanted to become a realtor. Everybody wanted to become an insurance agent. Now, clearly, mortgage, you know, agents, too. So the testing centers were backed up for months. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I kept checking, you know, where can I take my test? Like, I will fly to Reno. I will go wherever. Mm-hmm. And luckily, you know, a spot opened. I took my test and I started working in mortgages. And it was during the COVID days, which is when interest rates were in those, you know, <laughs> twos and threes. Yeah, that will never come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so started and if working. If they do, we're going to be on the end of our lives. <laughs> but I doubt oh, it. my God, it'll be the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I think the banks learn their lesson real fast. <laughs> big time, big time. Yeah. So started doing mortgages in the COVID days, helping folks and fast forward. And I'm still doing mortgages and loving it. Because it's that finance, like I love problem solving. Sure. And, you know, like, you know, going ahead and trying to solve people's problems is something that I really enjoy doing. And people are like, you're crazy. Why do you love problems? But to me, it's a way to unravel the unknown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when people have fear, the opposite of fear is knowledge. And that's where I like to come in and, you know, help folks. Yep you know, realize that let's see what the facts are and then make a decision. So yep. here we are. 
I love that. The opposite of fear is knowledge. It's awesome. That's a good one. I, you know, we definitely have seen a shift in the market, right? Inflation is massive right now. I'm just even the insurance market. When you see the insurance market go nuts, now you really know like things are really bad. And, you know, every industry has their hiccups, but I think what we have to get through, um, and I'm speaking from, we're all kind of in the same bubble, right? You do mortgages. I do the home insurance on them. I absolutely have a passion for real estate, not for mortgages, but for real estate, which requires the mortgage. But so I'm always involved and I'm always looking and and seeing what's out there. And I want to build and am in the process of building my real estate portfolio because I love investing on that route. So kind of to like piggyback off of when people, you know, let's chat about, you know, I want to get back into how you've grown your business and how you're surviving. But I also want to chat about, you know, this is the new quote unquote norm. We do have interest rates that are, that should be dropping this year. And, you know, how much, I don't know, but, you know, I know you can touch on this, but I loved when we were chatting before the podcast, you, you really did hit the nail on the head. We have this fear in our head, like we're doing the math ourselves. We're not reaching out to a professional. We're thinking in our head, like, well, there's no way I can come up with this 5% down. There's no way I can afford this mortgage payment with the 7% interest rate doing bankrate.com, you know, or Zillow.com's mortgage calculator. So, you know, then we just kind of steer away from it. So what is kind of like your experience and how do you want to help, you know, these people really, you know, say like, hey, you can, this is kind of the new normal. So let's figure it out with today's financials. So the, uh, the internet is the most amazing tool ever, <laughs> and <the> but <laughs> <laughs> yep. Know where you're going with this one. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, Dr. Google. <laughs> I, my husband hates when I pull out my Dr. Google degree. <laughs> uh, yep. I think we all have it. <laughs> yeah. So it's really much the same situation. So a lot of times folks will be like, will have this idea of, I can do it or I can't do it. And a lot of times as humans, we're predispositioned to think that let's be safe. We can't do this, but I still want to do something. That's where, you know, you really need to talk to a professional about, okay, let me put all my cards on the table. I'm going to get financially naked with you. Like not literally, but financially. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is where you need to have a professional really take a look at all of the finances, opportunities that are out there, how people can get mortgage ready, even if they're not ready right now. But if you have somebody on your side, a human who can actually converse with you and give you strategies, it's a lot less scary to go out and make those real estate dreams come true versus just going online to a calculator, dropping in some numbers, and it spits back a number you can't really make a decision off of that because there's no strategy behind it. Whereas if you talk to a professional, you know, as a mortgage lender, we have the strategies to give buyers to make them homeowners. And it's a lot easier than people think because there's so many different programs. Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. 
ask for a review or quote today. Well, I was just going to say, though, I mean, aren't there quite a bit of programs out there to help first time buyers, teachers, veterans? Like there's all these. What if what if there's a program out there that they don't know? You don't know what you don't know. So, again, I'm such a big believer in not it's taken me a while because I'm a control freak. Right. And I need to under and have everything. But over the past, I would say really the last two years, quite honestly, but over the past few years, especially after opening my brokerage, I've really come to the realization and understanding that it is important to hire a professional for whatever field. I'm not going to go to LegalZoom. I am going to hire a lawyer who I can actually converse with and talk with and talk things through because every situation is different. I can't just, it's, there's always weird caveats. Nothing's ever easy <laughs> in my book, mm-hmm. at least. So I can't just go to LegalZoom and create this easy trust to do because I have all these other moving parts. So going to a professional such as you versus going to, you know, any online account, you know, just like my arch nemesis, Google, or I'm Geico, sorry, is <laughs> like Google too. but. Geico is like, that doesn't, they don't know what they're trying to protect. All they're focused on is saving you 15% in 15 minutes, which does nothing. They're giving you all now you're focused on is the price and you are extremely underinsured and have no idea. And now you served a lawsuit and losing your wages because you didn't have enough coverage. So I'm sure the same, you know, falls with you and you don't know what you don't know. That's kind of what I've learned is talk to a professional. And I love your your comment about strategize. You know, we might not. The problem is, though, people want things here and now. So mm-hmm. you might not be, a, which I'm, I'm guilty of. <laughs> I don't want to hear a strategy that takes six months. How do I do this tomorrow? <laughs> Impatience exactly. is my middle name. <laughs> Yes, and you uh, you can definitely start online because that's you know where people's interest is peaked, mm-hmm. and you know you can go There's online. Nothing and start wrong with doing, it. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it, exactly. But take that information and validate it with a professional. And I love the point mm-hmm. of you I saying like, like speak to somebody. Like I think that's mm-hmm. the lost art of yeah. speaking <laughs> to people. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Because there's questions that um, you know I can ask about their goals for real estate. Um, A lot of Mm -hmm. people think, oh, you know, my credit score is awful. I have all this credit card debt. Let me pay it off first because that's going to stop me from getting a mortgage. Where technically that could ruin your chances of getting a mortgage. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to pay off all your credit card debt. Medical bills. People are like, oh, I've got so many medical bills. Let me pay them off first. If you don't talk to a professional and you pay off your medical bills, sometimes you're losing money because depending on your loan program, medical bills don't come into the equation. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, really talking to a professional and let's figure it out. And, you know, being honest and truthful with individuals is really the best way to do it because you can tell them, okay, now is not the right time for you to do this, this, and this, or now is the right time because of this, this, and this. So instead of trying to like self-diagnose your financial situation on can you afford a mortgage? I'll let the professionals do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. And I think, I think it's becoming more prominent with all the coaches 
all the life coaches, the real estate coaches, everybody's a coach now. And I'm not knocking that by any means, but I think because people see that need, right? And so I think they're now gravitating and understanding the value that us professionals bring. It's just, it is, it's, it's a vulnerability thing, right? I'm getting financially naked with my lender and it's, it can be embarrassing. Like, how did I get here? Why is my, you know, I'm, I'm being judged because my credit score is here and nobody wants to feel that. So I think we're also, you and me are very similar and very parallel in industries is we're in a people business. So it's important that we, you know, have people that we, you know, our clients are coming to us because they relate to us or they like us and they feel comfortable with us, right? So kind of with that shift, how do you, you know, how do you bring in at, at your, you know, office now at the at the firm that you're at, how do you go about and bring in business? How do you find these people that are willing to be vulnerable that are, you know, how do you look for them? How do you find them? The point about being vulnerable is definitely the word of 2023 for me. Mm. <laughs> because... Great. Yeah, being vulnerable is from the client perspective, they have to be vulnerable and trust us. But then from the professional side, we have to be vulnerable to show yeah. them that we are professionals. Mm -hmm. So being able to do that, you know, a lot through social media, you know, Instagram videos, really showing me as an individual, like mm -hmm. here's who I am. I'm being vulnerable, sharing yeah. information with people on social putting yourself out there, yeah. putting out the content, that makes me vulnerable. And in the end, I mean, we're all just humans when we take everything away, you know, job, yeah. title, home, we're all humans. And so there really is no judgment. I'm not any better than anybody else. And, you know, back, like I said, in 2008, when the world fell apart, you know, everybody runs through financial situations that they're like, oof, I wish that didn't happen. But it's part mm -hmm. of life. Yep. And so as long as you help people navigate through that, that's really what my goal is, is it's okay. We're only human. Let's get on the right track now and let's see what It's so funny you just said that because I have a longtime friend that just reached out to me. She's known my family for probably 30 plus years. She just reached out. She knows I'm in insurance. She's like, I've been meaning to reach out. She goes, but it's really embarrassing. And I was like, look, so I could tell like it already took a lot for her to reach out to me, especially because she's known me for so long. And she, just that comment alone, I knew she didn't want to be judged, which I would never judge. And she knows that, like, I'm not that type of person. But I, you know, my response was, shit happens. It's all happened to us. So let me help you solve your problem. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, I lost my house in 08. I've been there. I've, I've done that. I tried to do everything the right way. I actually got like a nice little settlement because we tried to do it the right way. But I've been there. I've been through it all. And so I can't judge what you've been through any different than I have. You know, I have a somebody else that I know, the client of mine lost their car for repossession just recently. And it's like, I'm not. And she was, you know, scared to reach out to me. And I'm like, because we've known, each, you know, we know each other. And so I'm like, Life happens. Let's figure it out. Let's do it together. And I think that helps is, you know, at the end of the day, we're human and we're people and we all have to have that empathy and that just understanding for our clients to come to us. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because we really are more than our finances. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. in like a consumer-driven society, yeah. a lot of people put their worth and their value on, you know, my finances. Yeah. But you, you can't do Yeah. Yeah. And it's like once you kind of have these things that happen in life that you're like, oh, my gosh, I never expected this would have happened. It's hard to accept. But if you accept and move on and you don't create that same mistake again, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. (laughs) Learn from the lesson. Yeah. And I want to avoid it because I don't want to look at it. I don't want to deal with it. But then I know I always tell myself when you actually deal with it and you look through not that it's anything wrong. I just don't. Like in my head, I'm like, I'm going to open my bank account and see that there's like $2. Mm-hmm. It's not the case, but, you know, like that's my worst case scenario. And so I just put it off and I'm like, nope, don't want to deal with it. And then it's not, it's never as bad. Once you tackle it head on, it's never as bad <laughs> as you made it out to be. So now you just put your whole body, in, you know, through this mental headache and it's, it's just a, it's, it's just a bad cycle. <laughs> I feel your pain. I do the same thing. <laughs> like our our money story, it's interesting uh, when we learn about what our money story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just did, uh, you know, the certification where uh, we can actually help people learn their money story and get them ready. It's a program through like Freddie Mac, the, mm-hmm. you know, the organization that helps people buy homes. And it was really interesting in the segment when we learned about people's money story and how that really affects their whole outlook on life and trying yep. to change that story or let's get to the truth and not the story we've made up. Yep. Life gets a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, you know, and I have to, that's really awesome. Um, I need to make sure you are introduced to a really good friend of mine and she has been, she's actually our CFO for our agency, but she teaches women about money and coaches them through the money. And one of the biggest things that I absolutely love about her is I relate it to, it's the easiest way to relate it to is a dieting, right? Like go on, you know, you want to lose weight. So you go on keto and you just are miserable your whole, you know, the whole process. And then you end up binging and starting right back, you know, because you're, you're changing. It's just not a, a lifestyle. And I'm not saying keto is not a lifestyle, but if you're not, you know, keto is not for everybody. And if you're miserable and not, and not, you know, can't handle that, then you are going to have a point in time where you, you know, do that. And so to, to shift it back to fin- the financial side of it, she does the, the money. Cl- I'm totally going to butcher this. So, but where you, she makes you take this test, so your money personality, essentially. Mm. And I am for sure, a, it's called Spendthrift Sally. I just want to buy what I want to buy. And all my my response is, I'll just make it up. I just have to sell one more thing and I can afford it. Or I can, you know, make a little bit more and I'll just sell it. But I still want to enjoy life. And so what I've loved is she takes that personality of mine and she doesn't change me. But she still figures out how to now get to my goals, knowing this about my personality. And knowing mm-hmm. that I'm not going to change because I'm not, because it's who I am. And not to say we can't get better at it, but now we can see, and she helps me base my goals now on that. But I have that fine line of I still want to enjoy my life and not, if I want a damn $5 coffee, let me buy my $5 coffee. <laughs> like, right. But at the end of the day, I can't be mad if I can't get into my home because I just bought XYZ so she just helps, she helps me get to my financial goals 
knowing who I am. So that's really cool that they have a program that you're learning that you're getting. Is it sort of certified? Yes. So it's already I just finished the course, already got certified. So I'm really excited to start teaching that in 2024. Yeah. You know, to individuals, it's like, I think our relationship with money is oh, yeah. the biggest hurdle we have to overcome mm-hmm. to make all of our dreams come true. Yep, for sure. And that's a very cool because it's another tool that you have, you know, for your clients to really help assess and figure out, okay, so we have all these programs. And again, why you should be calling, you know, and going to a professional is, you know, it's the same thing. I know that there are a lot of lenders out there and you're probably one of them that, you know, I come to you with this credit score and you pull my credit and you can say, well, if you pay off this, this, and this, or pay down this, this, and this, your credit score is now going to be here and I can get you a half percent lower on your, you know, your interest rate or whatever it may be. And so you're giving them the tools and the plan to now say, okay, perfect. We'll then rerun your credit and then we'll go ahead and find a home. And just to clarify to our listeners too, you know, I think to me, I think 2024 is going to be a big year. I'm, you know, I'm super excited for this year and the things that I have planned and I've just been really manifesting and working hard towards, especially with the ups and mainly downs of 2023. But don't be afraid to go out and buy a home right now. And they need the mortgage is where you have to start first, right? Like you have to get with a lender first before you're going and viewing homes with realtors. Am I correct on that? That's really true. Yes. Don't be afraid to buy a home because the price point of the homes, I mean, they're, they vary so much. So mm-hmm. when you're working, you know, with a lender, they can tell you exactly, you know, here's where your budget will allow. And, you know, some lenders like to give, you know, here's the highest price point in people. You know, when you give people mm-hmm. a blank checkbook, they always go shop at the highest. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but That's me. I like <laughs> I got you, Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. So, you know, I like to give folks, here's your low, your medium, and your high. Where do you feel comfortable? Um, You know, giving people options, I think, um, educated Mm -hmm. options um, is really important. So not to be afraid to go out there. And when you have an underwritten mortgage, underwritten pre-approval, meaning underwriting has already taken a look at all your finances. Three quarters of the work has been done ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So once you do find that home, you know, we can close it a lot quicker because we've already taken a look at that deep dive of the finances. Yep. So yeah, 2024 really is going to be a great time to go out there and purchase something um, because with real estate, well, as we all know, yep. it's always going to appreciate. Yep. 100%. And real estate is a long game. Like just mm-hmm. because, you know, you bought today, you don't have to worry if your price goes down, you know, a thousand dollars in two months. Are you going to sell in two months? It really doesn't matter. No. It's a cycle. <laughs> well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's always a catch-22. So again, comes back to strategy. But the minute that interest rates drop even more, what's going to happen to house prices? They're, They're gonna going to go, up, go back up. Right? So now you're in, like when I, the home that we're in right now, we bought in 2018. Um, so it was before the 3% craze. Is he? I think our interest rate, if I'm not mistaken, was like low fives. I think okay. I was in like the low fives when we bought in 2018. And, but we beat out like 26 offers. Like it was nuts. I'm like, shout out to my realtor. That was, that was some amazing nice. work right there. <laughs> and 
But like, I don't want to buy a home in that. I, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather control my destiny now and just find the right home, have the right mortgage, knowing, you know, in another year and a half, if it gets to five, I can just refinance. But I have the house that I want or I'm in the area that I want and I got my foot in the door that way. That was kind of my mindset for 2024 is, is to do it that way because it's always a catch-22. You either have really low interest rates, but you're overpaying for the home because of, you know, bidding wars, or you're paying a little bit more for the interest rate, which you can change at a point in time, but you're not, you know, you're getting the home at a little bit less and then just hang on for a year or two until the rates, you know, do drop as long as you can afford it to begin with. And that's what you guys are just so, you know, gosh, I just can't express enough how important it is to have a professional and not to just <laughs> be vulnerable, go to a professional, put together a plan, tell them your deep, dark secrets and your hopes and your dreams, all of it. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like sometimes we're, we're therapists too. We should have like that as a second degree. <laughs> that is my Google degree. I am a Google therapist. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're like, yes, yes, I am. The amount of like divorces I've unfortunately had to handle as an insurance agent or my kid and his da 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 da. You know, I'm like, it's it's a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a lot. But we're here. But you know what? I actually take that as a compliment that they feel that they can trust me with, you know, those stories in their life, you know, on on that end. So I actually am not. 100%. Yeah. Having trust, uh, that's something that Mm -hmm. is priceless. So having that trust, and having somebody to actually go to and, you know, respect and trust and be like, okay, tell me, what do I need to do? Yep. Not a lot of people have that access yep. to somebody they can do that can do that for them. So when you do find somebody, I mean, really, it's that relationship and because you need people to help you get ahead. And so, you know, from your perspective, people need you to protect themselves. Yep. And everything they've worked hard for. To protect and, that um, asset you know, our, that they just purchased, the home. That's there probably you go. one of their biggest assets. <laughs> there you go. We are, yeah. not short of, uh, we are not short of litigators in this, in this city. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. We're not afraid of the numbers. We're not afraid to go, you yeah. know, head on to face that problem. And it's good to have folks that are that are willing to do that. Because a lot of people just, you know, pull back and be like, oh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Like avoidance. Yeah. Creates more problems. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. You can say that avoidant. Let's let's say that out loud again. Avoidance. Avoidance can create a lot of problems. <laughs> Avoidance can create a lot of problems. So maybe if I say that enough, it'll sink in. Probably not. But <laughs> get a t-shirt. That's my issue. <laughs> That's a good idea. Let's let's do a t-shirt line. I love that. <laughs> And like I said earlier, it's always ends up not being nearly as bad as I made it out to be, but I just didn't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to put it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. That's something I'm teaching my kids right now. It's like, just go get it head on. Yeah, you know? just do it. Yep. Just get it over with. Whip off the Band-Aid. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. then also the time that you're stewing on it, you're just wasting all that time. Just, and there are times, it's not that I'm necessarily, I, I don't I don't know who likes confrontation in all honesty, but it's it's not that I don't like it. I'm I'm not afraid of it. It's just not comfortable. Didn't we just talk mm-hmm. about that? You know, full Ex- circle here. Uncomfortableness. <laughs> that is life. 
That is life. <laughs> Welcome to life. 100% for sure. Well, how, for all of our viewers, what is the best way to get in touch with you? We'll have and tag, but feel free to say it right here, but we'll make sure to tag all of your social media input. But how can they get in touch with you if they want to just, you know, start getting financially naked with you? That's That should be your slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so they can definitely reach out to me on my cell phone, 702-591-4575. Uh, or my email is really simple. It's Jackie at GenevaFI.com. Awesome. And then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, uh, where I love to share information and educate both agents and, um, you know, mm -hmm. consumers. And my handle is Jackie Z Home Loans. Love it. Love it. And you're you're a ski. I'm, I'm married into a ski. So Polish roots, I appreciate. <laughs> well thank you so much for just getting out of your comfort zone and this is a great start to 2024 and this imaginary word or maybe it really is a word uncomfortableness that we started because i think you know it's just a, a pattern and you have to start somewhere and i think we're super excited for for growth and i can't wait to continue to you know support you and just, you know, follow along and be in the same community of, you know, helping people. We have a lot of people moving to Vegas. So I hope the leads and just everything that you've been working so hard and hustling for and putting yourself out there for those risks. I think it, you know, I hope that the reward just continues to pay out for you. So I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you for inviting me and yeah. kudos to you for, you know, doing your long goal here of, you know, <laughs> let's get this podcast and you took yeah. that leap of faith yep. and you've got a great face and voice for radio. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I could use a really good filter today, but <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Life. Technology is great for that. Everything has filters nowadays, but I was so happy to. It was great meeting you um, here, and I look forward to following along your journey. So thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ashley. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Masowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.